Mulibwanji from San Gervasi. This is the Rorschach Malawi update from Thursday, the 7th of October, 2021. A quick summary of what's going down in Malawi. After expressing concern that it may have to dispose of some vaccines, the Ministry of Health announced on Friday that it's managed to use all the 30,000 AstraZeneca vaccines which were going to expire on Thursday the 7th. The ministry also said that it has received 23 portable ultra-freezers for the Pfizer vaccine from UNICEF. So far, 497,000 people are fully vaccinated. If you haven't received your vaccine yet but would like to, please visit the Ministry of Health's Facebook page and find out where COVID vaccines are currently being administered. Business person Tom Mpingajira was sentenced to nine years in prison with hard labor on Tuesday the 5th. In September, Mpingajira, who is the owner of FDH Bank, was convicted of attempting to bribe five judges who were presiding over the 2019 election case. His lawyers asked for a non-custodial sentence citing old age and generosity, but Judge De Gabriel said Mpingajira committed a felony whose seriousness renders weightless mitigating factors, noting that Mpingajira's attempt to bribe was aimed at preventing the course of justice. That's for sure. In the 2019 elections case, Lazarus Chaqueta and Salos Chilimwa wanted the court to nullify the 2019 presidential elections in which the Malawi leader at the time, Peter Mutarika, was declared winner. Mpingajira offered the judges 100 million kwacha, around 123,000 U.S. dollars, to rule a case in favor of Mutarika and the Democratic Progressive Party, DPP. They refused. On Saturday the 2nd, police in Nkarabe arrested Osman Diki, a self-acclaimed sheikh, on the suspicion that he trafficked 50 children aged between 10 and 18 from Salima to Mpamba. Police spokesman for Nkarabe, Kondwani James, confirmed the incident, adding that Diki deceived their parents by telling them he would enroll them in a school of madrasa. The spokesperson also revealed that the investigations had led to the arrest of Osman and the hunt for his accomplice, known as Nyakawa. They were launched after the police received information that some children were being accommodated in appalling conditions at the Mpamba Mosque. All the children have since been repatriated to their homes in Salima. Cases of human trafficking are becoming rampant in Malawi with perpetrators and victims of these cases being detained mainly at the country's entry points. For instance, statistics from Nchinji police station show that 27 perpetrators of human trafficking were arrested between August and September this year, and 77 victims have been rescued in the same period. Interestingly, this news comes barely a few days after a report from Freedom House revealed that Malawi is listed among the countries doing relatively well in promoting human rights. Reacting to the report's finding, Michael Kaiyatsa, executive director of the Center for Human Rights and Rehabilitation, noted with great concern that despite the country doing well in practicing and promoting civil and political rights, most citizens are still far behind in understanding individual human rights. This, according to Kaiyatsa, has resulted in individuals failing to report any form of human rights violations they encounter to responsible authorities. Malawi faces a wide range of human rights challenges, including poverty, rising economic inequality, and recurrent food insecurity, which are largely addressed by government institutions and civil society. In a recent episode, we spoke about the government introducing toll gates on the country's major roads and locals complaining about what they called exorbitant prices for the toll gates. Well, in a recent update, minibus operators have insisted they will not comply with toll gate fees, which are expected to roll out this month. Earlier, the government withheld the commissioning to finalize procedures for the rollout, including the fees. Coaxley 
Kamange, who is the Secretary General of the Minibus Owners Association of Malawi, Moam, said that minibus operators will not comply with the fees and ask the government to consider removing the fuel levy fee before rolling out the toll gate fees. At the moment, negotiations are still underway, and Williams Banda, who's the spokesperson for the Ministry of Finance, says the government will announce its stand on the matter once all is finalized. Currently, prices are ranging between 1,700 kwacha, about 100 U.S. dollars, and 20,000 kwacha, 25 U.S. dollars. Moving on to agricultural news, Malawi is estimated to produce about 140 million kilos of all types of tobacco next season, a figure slightly above last season's international market demand. In the past five years, the international market demand has ranged between 130 and 140 million kilos, with Malawi perpetually failing to meet the projected demand, except in rare cases. The output has been affected by several factors, including weather-related shocks, farmers migrating to other cash crops, and volatile market caused by anti-smoking concerns. On Monday the 4th, Tobacco Commission spokesperson Tellerus Chinguenembe said the projected output, while relatively high, might not be affected despite hitches farmers are facing this season, such as the rising cost of fertilizer. The grower's representative body, Tobacco Association of Malawi, Tama Trust, feels meeting it would demand things like farmers being offered a good price to get them to grow tobacco in the first place. While tobacco is failing to meet market demands, cotton, on the other hand, is believed to have more earning potential. Cotton, which is Malawi's fourth export crop by value, ranked about 3.4 billion kwacha during the 2021 season, according to figures from the Cotton Farmers Association of Malawi, COFAM. This is roughly 4.2 million U.S. dollars. COFAM, however, believes that the money remains below potential as the sector could bring in more revenue if well-managed. Fortunately, the government has allocated 2 billion kwacha to the industry for research and trials of new seeds that are disease-resistant and mature fast, and to introduce irrigation for cotton farming. This comes up to roughly 2.5 million U.S. dollars. The industry has adapted contract farming as an exit strategy to the zone farming system. These developments come as Malawi is currently scouting complements For tobacco, Malawi's top export crop, whose production faces extinction due to anti-smoking concerns and also weather-related shocks. In more positive news, the president said the government plans to train more sign language interpreters in all government departments, including district level. To pave the way for this development, the president has urged all television stations which do not have sign language interpreters to recruit some. Great move towards creating a more inclusive country. Continuing on with the good news, Mulhako Wa'alomwe celebrations are set for the weekend of October the 8th at Chonde Ground in Chiolo District. While details such as who the guest of honor will be are still being worked out, the organizers of the cultural grouping are positive that all else is set for a lovely weekend celebrating the Lomwe tribe and culture. If you've been aching to learn a bit more about Malawi tribes, this is your chance. Festival season's upon us, and while people are recovering from the just-ended sand music and love Malawi festivals, more events are coming up for the oncoming weekends. To celebrate the launch of their newly introduced beer, Shandy, Castel Malawi will host the Sound and Light concert in Blantyre on the 30th of October. They've also announced Nigerian music sensation Fireboy DML as the headlining artist. The same weekend, Lilongwe City will be treated to Lilongwe Music Festival, which will be headlined by songstress Shekhina from South Africa, Joe Boy from Nigeria, and Chris Martin from Jamaica. If you want to party this weekend, you can attend the October Festival, which is slated for Saturday the 9th in Lilongwe. Get more details about these events and more happening near you. Visit the Pondo app on Facebook. 
That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. Subscribe to our show and your favorite podcast listening app. Be updated weekly about the big stuff going down in Malawi. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at podcast at Rorschach.com. Pitani bueno. <laughs>